Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today we have episode number 63. And the first thing we want to do is highlight Terry Wheeland, who you might remember back from episode number 46. He is a good friend of ours, and he is the author of the book, What the Magic Means. So right now, if you head over to Amazon, you will find that his book is on sale. So Amazon decided to run their own special. You can get it for a little over $13, and that's a great bargain. So if you are ever thinking about grabbing a copy or you wanted to check it out, of course, we would recommend it, and now would be a great time to do so. Yeah, perfect. We'll put the link to that in our show notes as well if you want to check it out that way. And of course, our past guest Serena from Living by Disney was in there as well. Um, So really a great read if you're looking for something, if you're in the Disney uh, community. So our episode today is all about Run Disney. So our friend Carrie joined us and she has participated in every single Run Disney event that they offer, at least the ones in Walt Disney World. So we talk about her passion for running um, and what got her into it. There's a couple things you probably want to know beforehand. First of all, we recorded this a while ago. So what that means is that Catherine had not joined us as a co-host yet. So hopefully you don't miss her too much. If not, she'll be back on Thursday to join us for normal interviews. The other thing is that we've recorded this episode in anticipation of dropping it right after Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend in January. Due to some scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to do it then, um, but we are going to drop it now, of course, right after the Princess Half Marathon Weekend. So if you hear me mention things in January, just disregard that and understand that we recorded a while back. But without further ado, Carrie, we'll turn it over to you if you can go ahead and introduce yourself for our listeners. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Carrie, as he's introduced. And my introduction to running in general actually was because of Disney and Run Disney. Um, In 2016, we happened to be there just as, um, just for a small vacation weekend. We are Florida residents and pass holders, so we are able to do quick little weekends. And it was the tail end of marathon weekend. And I saw all of these people walking around with the medals and their shirts. And you can see cast members congratulating them on their accomplishments. And it just seemed like such a neat thing to be a part of. And everybody was just so excited about it. And so I started looking into it. And um, gear was going to try to gear for end of the year race, but it didn't work out. So I probably about a month later, decided to um, sign up for the first Star Wars race, which was in April. So I just went all in and decided to make Disney my first running experience. Awesome. So you had never ran a race before that Star Wars uh, race. Is that correct? (laughs) Correct. Awesome. Well, that is a great way to start it off. And I'm sure there's, there's other people who are in that same boat as well. So maybe let's just start with how was that first experience and then what other races have you um, done after that? Um, Well, that Star Wars race was the inaugural weekend. So it was, everybody was very, very excited for a purely Star Wars themed event. Um, I, there was a 5k, 10k and a half marathon. I just signed up for the half. Um, it was overwhelming. You have to get up incredibly early. There are 
thousands and thousands of people. Um, I want to say that race had like maybe 20,000 people just for the half marathon. Um, yeah, yes. So you can imagine the crowds. I mean, you imagine theme park crowds and then how, how that translates into being put into corrals where you're basically in fences, um, you know, staged in waves to be released for the race. Um, but it's, it's such a neat environment being with people who are all there to do the same thing and to have fun. It's not, I think Disney races are a lot about you. You don't have to worry about beating anybody or being the fastest. It's about having fun. That was the first thing I noticed. There are so many people in costume and not just like race themed shirts. I mean, full out costumes, you know, full Chewbacca suits. I'm sure there were plenty there. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, it is it is definitely definitely interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and so, kind of after you finish that one up, have you done any races mm -hmm. since then? What what other Run Disney events have you? Yeah, have you I have. Yeah, I have done each each weekend at least once. Um, mm -hmm. I love. I loved Star Wars so much. That was April. Um, I think it was a week or two later was registration for the marathon in January. And I signed up like two weeks after my first race <laughs> for a full marathon. <laughs> That's how much I love Disney. So I have done all three Star Wars weekends. I've been, I've done Princess Weekend once. Um, I've done Wine and Dine and I have participated in Marathon Weekend twice. Um, one unique thing about the weekend is that, yes, it's all themed and they have different race levels, but there's also challenges. So you can do like um, Star Wars, for example, you can do, well, if they just changed the name of it this year, I can, can't think. I think last year it was the first order challenge. So this is the 10K on Saturday and the half on Sunday. Um, every weekend has a challenge option. And then on marathon weekend, it's one of the coolest things you can probably can't find it anywhere else they have the dopey challenge and that's four days 5k 10k half and full and so you end up getting a medal for each race you get the medal for the dopey challenge and then sort of included in that was the goofy challenge which is the half and the full but you still get that medal anyway so you get six medals you get six shirts it is it is an incredible weekend to be a part of Mm -hmm. I bet. So I think for many people, myself included, Run Disney is somewhat of an intimidating kind of beast that I think a lot of people are interested <laughs> in it. But with, you know, the yeah. early wake up times and all the different choices right. and the different challenges. So kind of what is your experience like? Is it very accessible for someone who's maybe not a big time runner? Um, you know, what does that planning process look like to be able to get in there and, and experience these, these great events? Oh, it's, it's incredibly easy. Um, I mean, maybe yes, you're right. It's also intimidating for people who don't, who are coming and planning a vacation around it. Um, the, I mean, signing up is incredibly easy. You do it online. Everything is explained. The Run Disney website is really great about um, laying out all the steps. Every little bit of information is on there. They even have um, some training plan suggestions um, that are promoted by Jeff Galloway, who is a former Olympian. He is at every Run Disney event. He is an incredible person. 
Um, so you can have that on there if that's something you want to try out. Um, the races do have a very generous pace time. Um, so it's a 16 minute mile and you just have to stay ahead of the very last people to start. And those are the quoted dreaded balloon ladies. They have big balloons and let you know that that is end of the line, yet you have to be ahead of them. Um, but it's, but it's, it's, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's very intimidating. Um, just to get out there and do it. It is such a welcoming environment at Disney. I think that is probably one of my favorite things about these race events is just how friendly and happy everybody is to be there because, of course, it's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> and you get to run through some of that, which is incredibly unique as well. Yeah. So I think maybe a good place to start um, and maybe to explain it to someone who's not as familiar with all of the different weekends and the different themes. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll run through and kind of lay out the schedule for each year. And then if we can dive into each race, kind of what makes it unique, what's unique about the theming of that one, your experiences in those. Um, so you mentioned already the Walt Disney Marathon weekend. So that's usually held in January. That's the one, like you said, where you can do the different challenges, um, the Dopey Challenge, the Goofy Challenge. So do those themes just kind of revolve around the Disney characters? What does that course mm -hmm. look like? What What's so great about that weekend? Yes, that one is like your basic Disney. It's um, usually 5K is Pluto. Then you have Mini for the 10K, Donald for the half and well, Goofy Challenge. Uh, Mickey is your icon for the full. And then Dopey, of course, for the full challenge. Um, it is cold. Mm -hmm. I have done it two years in a row, and I have never been that cold in my entire life <laughs> um right after new year's it's usually that first weekend after um 5k and 10k are usually around epcot in the boardwalk areas you get a little longer distance um half marathon you get to see um you start in magic kingdom parking lot and you go uh or i'm sorry that might have been backwards um you see you do go through epcot and magic kingdom and then the full which is so incredible is you get to go through all four parks you get to go through um espn and you i mean it's 26 miles around the whole resort so yes <laughs> there are some stretches of road where there aren't much there but the crowd support for the full is just amazing um like we talked about before that the start times are so early um you know, as the full goes on, you know, it's going on into the afternoon. So a lot more people are out there. There are people who are just there at the parks. And as you're finishing through Epcot, there are people standing along the sides cheering you on. It is, um, that's not something that happens everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so on those long stretches of road, is that where they're normally put character photo opportunities and things like that to kind of keep you motivated and push you through and, until yeah. you get to see those new icons or, or whatever it might be? Yes, the um, the characters spot they are they don't tell you ahead of time where they are um, or what surprises you might find, but yes, they do generally show up in areas where there isn't isn't too much going on. <laughs> and they're usually pretty unique characters, right? Sometimes uh, people that you don't see as often in the parks. Yes, the one that stands out to me is um, the genie. He wears the goofy hat. Wow. <laughs> usually see, yeah, you see him out there. Um, I think my first marathon Wreck-It Ralph was out there somewhere um I have actually I got a picture one weekend with Mushu 
there are definitely, yeah, there are, they do bring out some of the old and less frequently seen characters. Mm. And how is that normally? I mean, is, do you have to stand in a line to meet those characters? Is it kind of a worry that yeah. you're going to mess up your pace or is it more just everybody's out there having fun? So you're not as worried about it. Yeah, I think it comes in all levels. Um, there are people who just want to go run and not worry about that, but there are definitely lines. Um, <laughs> I only picked Mushu because there was no line. <laughs> Poor guy. But uh, yeah, most of the time there are lines, but that was that, you know, that little bit of a generous pace. And if you um, start in a further up corral, you have a little bit more time. So it, it seems for people to go pretty quick. There are people who do get a lot of character photos. Awesome. Well, great. Well, I think we covered some great stuff on that race. So the next one that happens in the calendar year is about a month and a couple of weeks later is the Disney princess half marathon weekend. Um, so normally in late February. Um, and so that one, mm -hmm. Correct. It does not include a full marathon. It tops out at just a half marathon. Correct. Yes. A five, a 5k, 10k and a half. Yeah. Gotcha. And so, you know, I, what, obviously the name suggests there's a lot of princesses. I know many, <laughs> it's usually out there in kind of Royal uh, garb. So what is it that makes that race unique and, and so much fun? It is definitely all about the princesses. It does not matter if you are female or if you are male, there are princesses. There are a lot of male princesses. Um, yeah, it's just a different, a different feel. All the medals are every year it changes um, who, who's on the medals. Uh, I think they just released um, maybe yesterday, I think this year, this coming year's medals um, had Rapunzel and Mulan and I think Elena actually. Mm -hmm. um, and that weekend also has a has a challenge at the 10k and a half um, called the Fairy Tale Challenge. You know? um, the course, I believe, I want to say the half is the just about the same course as the half for Marathon Weekend, and you go through um, Magic Kingdom and Epcot on that one. Um, but yeah, it's and it is it is fun and it definitely is um a little bit more female driven i guess but there are still a lot of guys who get out there and have fun with it too mm -hmm. and so is it normally a little bit warmer weather than you get at the walt disney world uh, marathon weekend yes and it's not it's not overwhelming it's it's definitely a good florida temperature but it is not not the arctic last mm -hmm. that they've had the last two years for marathon <laughs> yeah well and and for people who aren't as familiar with kind of where these fall on the calendar typically it looks like disney tries to put them in the cooler months so you're not out there in july mm -hmm. or august you know that that is yeah. a comfortable running weather correct yeah absolutely yes it would be impossible to do it in the summer <laughs> Well, cool. So the next one we talked about a little bit before, but in April. So this year they're theming it as the Star Wars Rival Run Weekend. So mm -hmm. I know a little bit of history on this one. So they used to correct have one Star Wars marathon in Orlando at Walt Disney World and then one in Disneyland. They since are not doing any more races in Disneyland. So they've combined those two in mm -hmm. Walt Disney World. Yes. Um that one is actually very unique because it used to be in California, it was the light side, and in Orlando, it was the dark side. Um, 
and now because of them canceling Disneyland at this time. So they're just, like you said, the rival run. So it's you pick your side. Um, there are some unique challenges there because even though they haven't, they aren't doing it at Disneyland, they're still offering a virtual version. Um, and then that is included as another challenge, which used to be the coast to coast. If you got a medal on California and a medal in Florida, then you got a special medal for coast to coast. So I think they're trying to compromise with that. So if you do the, the virtual half marathon, which you can do from your home, you can do it at any time. Um, I'm not 100% on all the qualifications, but I don't think you have to submit anything. Um, you have, so you get that, and then if you do the now rival run, you will, that's a special challenge medal as well. So if you do, you do both challenges, you can leave that weekend with four medals. Mm. Interesting. Have you participated in any of the virtual races up to this point? I did. Uh, the first year that they offered, I guess that was two years ago, they offered the um, 5K Summer Series. Um, basically, you just sign up and you, I think it was a 5K maybe, it, it, they give you dates. There were three different ones. And then um, once the time frame was up and you've done your your runs, then they would mail you your medal. Hmm. Would you recommend so those a, to anybody? Do you think those are, are worth it um, as a virtual um, race? If you really want the medal. <laughs> um, I mean, not to, not, it's, it's a neat concept, um, especially maybe for newer runners who don't want to get involved in the race environment, but want something to show for their efforts. Um, but you don't have to submit any proof that you completed it. So if you're a little bit, maybe if you're just that sense of completion, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, basically, just basically you, you know, you sign up for it and then you, you do get the medals or isn't really any accountability. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so that one's the same that um, it, it caps off at a half marathon. Um, and so you get those mm -hmm. different challenges there as well. What is the course typically like for that race? That is, that half marathon is, is my favorite course. It, um, sorry, I'm trying to think of where it starts now. I think the bend starting, um, you start in the, the Magic Kingdom Epcot parking lot and you get to go through Epcot, well, and it ends at Epcot, I'm sorry, and you go through Animal Kingdom, which is really, really cool, running through Pandora wow. in the dark or at dusk at sunrise, or I mean, at dusk at sunrise. Mm -hmm. That is that is really cool to see it lit up and to be able to run through there. Um, so you go Animal Kingdom, and then you head back east, and you cut through a small part of Hollywood Studios, around boardwalk and back into Epcot to the finish. That is definitely my favorite half marathon course. Wow. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And so I guess that's the only one that you get to go into Animal Kingdom and for Hollywood Studios. Is that right? Uh, Star Wars and Wine and Dine share that ah, same course. Gotcha. So that's the next one. That's the last one of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so the ticket break. And then during the fall, um, centered around the Food and Wine Festival. There's the Wine and Dine Half Marathon, usually held at the end of October slash early November. Um, and so that one, again, caps off at a half marathon. So I guess the marathon weekend is the only time that you can run the full 26.2. Is that right? Correct. Gotcha. 
So Wine and Dine, centered around the International Food and Wine Festival, what is that experience like? It is a lot of fun. It is unique um, from other event weekends. Um, Unfortunately, it used to be held at night, the race itself. Uh, That changed in the last few years. Um, So the race, uh, same half marathon course as Star Wars, still awesome. Um, Weather should be a little bit better. It's not exceptionally hot. Um, This last, I'm sorry, not this year, but year prior, it was still pretty, pretty warm. Um, But your ticket or your race entry gives you access to an after party at the Food and Wine Festival. Um, I think if you have, I believe if you have, you know, friends or family, they can purchase the ticket, but it comes included in your registration. So you can run your race Sunday morning and then go back to your hotel and take a nap. And then later on, go out and enjoy the food and wine festival with a little less of a crowd because it's an exclusive event. Mm, Interesting. So they shut down Epcot, only allow the race participants and people who have bought tickets to go in there and I guess they just have all the booths set up. Are there any other unique mm-hmm. events that take place uh, that night? They have like some DJs. It's just a, it's a little bit more of a party than a casual um, event. There isn't um, anything too major, but I know that there was music going on and you can walk around and enjoy the food and the drinks. Well, perfect. So we covered the races, at least the ones in Walt Disney World. Is it on your bucket list to ever go do the ones in Paris? That would be amazing. And yeah, I had that, had that jotted down. That also comes with a challenge medal. You can get um, Castle to Chateau. You can get a special um, medal for doing the Paris one as well as a Disney World one in the same year. Wow. And so that one normally takes a place in mid to late September. So next year, it's September 19th through the 22nd. So since we've covered all the races and you've experienced all of them, which one would maybe you say is most accessible for a newer runner or which one is your favorite? Just kind of diving through all that. If, if someone could only pick one, which one would you suggest? Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I really would say marathon weekend. It gives you the full range. It gives you everything. If you want to just go do the 5k, then you can just go do the 5k. I mean, you really have unlimited options for what you want to do. And there is so much support and it is so much fun. You're coming right off Christmas and New Year's. You can just keep your vacation going. It is, um, it is, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like Marathon Weekend for sure. Mm-hmm. Which one would you say, are, th- are there any that stand out that are maybe more of the runners dress up in costumes or, or give into the theme more? Is it Star Wars Weekend or Princess? Any of them that stand out that maybe the guests are into it a little bit more? It's Star Wars or Princess for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely. Um, yeah, it's amazing what, what they come up with. But you figure Princess Weekend, almost everybody is something princess themed for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I don't, I don't think I could ever do some of this full costume that people do, but it's impressive. It yeah, really is. For sure. So one of the other big things that I know a lot of people talk about are the expos that they have. And um, so those are normally held at ESPN Wide World of Sports. Is that right? And and Mm -hmm. what what kind of things can you experience over there at the expo? Everything. There are vendors spread out across, depending on which weekend. Um, There is merchandise and vendors in up to three buildings. Um, 
it is it's for for the most part that you have the flow pretty good and you can go on for any race weekend you can go on to run disney's site and find um the event guide which gives you every single detail they'll end up having for the expo they'll have a map of the vendors and in which buildings they're in so you can go find exactly what you need and know what is there um they have everything from um shoes different apparel if you need a new um like water belt or water bag socks you name it um kt tape is there um they have there is so much stuff at the expo for you to look at um they have that building full of outside vendors and then they have another place where they hold all of the specific run disney merchandise you can get Turvis tumblers, you can get wine glasses, T-shirts, jackets, every, anything specific to your race weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that all is where you pick up your, your bib as well. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So last question that I wanted to ask, and then we'll jump into our Fast Pass round, get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. <laughs> might be some, sort of a open-ended question, but I'm interested to know your answer. Kind of what is it that you think is so appealing about these Run Disney events that you've now completed all of them? I suspect you'll do more in the future. You know, what is it that makes them so special um, for a Disney lover? It's all Disney all the time. Um, the cast members, I think that is one of, that's one of the things that I love so much is that people wear their medals for days they don't take them off and you've got cast members and other runners and people walking around the parks telling you congratulations um it is so well organized i have never run another race that has the level of organization and detail that disney does um corrals and proof of time and their water stops and their volunteers it is so well put together and you get to see everything Disney. Don't leave property. You're there. It is just, it's incredible what they, what they put together for such a large amount of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. I am itching to sign up as I'm on the run Disney website. I'm so tempted to click the register <laughs> now, button and go ahead and sign up for one. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. I thank you so much for diving through those with us. Uh, it's a lot of information to digest for sure, but I think you really broke it down great. Uh, and hopefully we'll get some more people to, to participate, participate in those and, and share their experiences. So before we jump into our fast pass round, let's hear a quick word from our sister podcast, Kingdom Outcasts. Do you like Star Wars? How about Marvel? How about Disney? If you answered yes to any of these, we'd love to have you listen to our new podcast, Kingdom Outcast. We're just three guys chatting about news, topics, and events in the Disney universe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Um, The next thing that we'll jump to is our Fast Pass round. So I'll just throw out some Disney topics. If you just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind so our listeners can get to your Disney fandom a little bit better. Okay. So the first one's an easy one. Just name the Disney parks that you have visited. Just the four at Walt Disney World in Orlando. And of those four, which one is your favorite and why? Magic Kingdom, of course. That's that's the original. That's um, I was born and raised in Orlando, so that was 
you know, that was our that was our original home to see that magic through a little kid's eyes. And then now as a mom to see it through my kid's eyes, it's just it's still the favorite. Perfect. Next would be a Disney bucket list trip for you. Being a Floridian, I think I have lost out on some of that all inclusive magic trip. So I think and that would be something I would love to do one day is just have that week long Disney trip where you buy the dining plan, you have all of those snacks right on your magic band and just leave, leave the rest of the world behind and just stay in complete Disney for a week. Mm -hmm. Get in the Disney bubble and, and don't yes. leave. <laughs> awesome. So next, since you are a Florida resident, it might not apply to you as much, but I'm sure you've experienced them, not if you haven't been a guest, but your favorite Disney resort. Yeah, I haven't been a huge, um, big resort fair. We're usually um, all-star and pop century um, frequenters, but it is a dream of mine to stay at the Grand Floridian one day. Mm -hmm. Great it's choice. Awesome. Great choice. <laughs> Um, so next one is if you could only fast pass one ride for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Tower of Terror. What is it that, uh, <laughs> appeals to you about Tower of Terror? Because it's terrifying. <laughs> it's a, it's a real life fear, but at least you're, you know, hopefully safe on that. It is definitely a, a thrill ride, but it's, it's one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would have hesitation about doing fast pass is that you miss out on that amazing queue. Um, since there's kind of a story that's being told through the yeah. queue as well. Uh, <laughs> right. But but I definitely understand that if you could ride that as many times as possible, that's uh, hard <laughs> to beat. And it's different every time. So mm -hmm. Absolutely. Next one would be your favorite snack or a go-to snack. Cheeseburger egg rolls. They're served at one cart in the Magic Kingdom, and they disappeared for a while, but they have come back recently. But they are amazing. <laughs> I was going to say, how was that time in your life where they took them away for a few months? Devastating. Kept walking around asking where they were and if they were going to come back, and people looked at you like you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried – they have, like, macaroni and I think they're bacon egg rolls now what? in that same area. Have you tried those? No, but now I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're at that same cart, but I could be wrong about that. But I, I know there's some sort of macaroni. I think there's bacon in them as well, but, oh, but they're branching out their egg rolls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so next one would be your favorite table service restaurant at Disney. Uh, be our guest. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular meal that you that attracts you there? It is a, um, not necessarily a particular meal. I love the, I love that environment, of course. Um, haven't had dinner there, only have done lunch because um, it's more of a quick service type, I guess, even though it is a sit down. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so nothing, nothing spectacular about a certain food. I just love, love the inside of the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Well, leads us into our next question, your favorite quick service restaurant. Um, I don't think I have a specific one. Could um, could be the cheeseburger egg rolls. That yeah, could, make, could maybe count as a meal. <laughs> oh, I take that back. Let, I, oops, rewind. Um, the name is escaping me right now in um, Animal Kingdom, the Pandora restaurant. Oh, Satuli Canteen? Yes. They have the cheeseburger 
steam steam bun pods, the filling tastes mm-hmm. just like the egg rolls. <laughs> that that I do like that one a lot. We always go there in the kingdom. Perfect. That's a great choice. Um, so next one would be a favorite character meet and greet moment. I don't know about for me personally, but my my first my first son's first visit to Mickey was was pretty epic. And those characters definitely know how to brighten up a kid's day for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I think for any parent, that's kind of a, a moment that you'll remember as yes. <laughs> first time meeting Mickey and, and seeing kind of their characters come to life. So that's awesome. Yes. So next one, outside of the parks, your favorite Disney movie? Original Beauty and the Beast. Perfect. Great choice. Next would be your favorite Disney song. <laughs> so in thinking about this one, it is a little funny because the first two that came to mind are actually songs that are don't have an English title. Um, Le Poisson from Little Mermaid and mm-hmm. um, Poco Loco from Coco get stuck in my head all the yeah. time. Oh yeah, both of those are amazing. I, I love those choices. Next would be your favorite Disney quote, either from Walt himself or from any of the movies. It is from Walt and it is one of my favorite quotes. Um, and there is actually a run Disney tie-in at the end. Um, so the quote is, around here, however, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. That was a quote from Meet the Robinsons and was my, um, was my marathon inspiration. Um, this last, this last marathon, uh, the end of Dopey, I, I had a keep moving forward shirt that I wore, um, that ties into running perfectly because that's, how I got into running at Disney was I was curious and I went for it and here we are. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing story and and amazing how it can play into that running hobby and, and, you know, to, to inspire you to, to complete new obstacles. So that's great. So the last question of the fast pass round, we're going to change it up a little bit and I want to make it running focused for sure. And so if it's someone who they're interested in getting into running or, if they're already into running and they're looking to kind of get into this run Disney community, mm-hmm. what are your pieces of advice to that person from training wise to just jumping into it? How do you get inspired and, and what keeps you, um, you know, keep going back to those run Disney events? First of all, do not give up ever make a plan, stick to it and you will accomplish amazing things you cross the finish line and you get that medal, you will be hooked. It is such a great accomplishment. It's something that only you can do. Nobody can do that for you. There's nobody standing in your way. Just go for it and do it. Um, it runs as me as addicting. You once, once you start doing it, it's really hard, really hard to stop. Um, yeah, just believe in yourself and 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 keep at it. There's um, it's un, it's limitless what you can do um, when it comes to running. If you if it's what you want to do and you keep pushing yourself, you can really do anything. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that, and I thank you so much for sharing that. Hopefully, shared some inspiration uh, with our listeners. To our listeners, 
I really encourage you to reach out to me. I want to hear what different races people have completed. What are some on your bucket list? What are some different medals that, that you're really looking to get in the future? But Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today, sharing your experiences with Run Disney, sharing as a guide, hopefully for someone who's not as familiar with it, getting some new people hooked on it. Um, yeah, I thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. And thank you. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.